Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the show. Today's one is going to be slightly different. So last week, uh, I was fortunate enough to be a guest um, on, on a podcast with a former client of mine, Zach. Now, Zach, uh, at the time of starting with me, you know, with my online coaching services, Zach was, um, you know, he's, he had his own career. He was doing his own thing. He wanted to get in shape and learn a lot more about training, nutrition, and, and I guess becoming the very best version of yourself. Now, fast forward a couple of years down the track, Zach's now left his job. He's become a qualified personal trainer. He started his own podcast. He's helping people. He's doing such an incredible job. Uh, and I, I'm actually really just pumped. It, it makes me um, super happy and I'm super grateful to be able to have, I guess, this impact on on other people and to see other people do so well. And, um, you know, I was, I was absolutely honored to, to be a guest on his podcast, um, which I'll have the link to in the show notes below. But today's episode is just going to be a few sound bites from the chat I had with Zach because there was so much golden content in there. He asked some great questions and I know you guys are going to get a lot of value from it. So I hope you enjoy this different episode. If you do, I'd love for you to share the episode on your social media. Make sure you give Zach's podcast a follow and go and check it out. Check out the content he's putting up and give him a bit of support. Um, and again, I'd love to hear your feedback. So if you enjoy the episode, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out. You can always get me at Danny at dannykennedyfitness.com or go and visit my Instagram at djkfitness. Shoot me a DM. Check out some of my content. And of course, guys, make sure to sign up to my free email newsletter, which you can find again in the show notes. Just click on the link to the website, sending out a free email newsletter every single Friday with my very best content um, for free because I want to help you guys out. Um, so, all right, that's enough for me. I hope you guys enjoy these sound bites from Zach's podcast. It will just pretty much dive straight into it, man. So I want to get your opinion on some of the biggest misconceptions around fat loss in terms of um, nutrition and training. Yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's a. We could sit here and talk about it all day, but um, I guess some of the nutrition, I guess, is probably the the biggest thing when it comes to fat loss. Um, you know, without without your nutrition, eating according accordingly towards your goals, then you can train as hard as you want. But if your nutrition is not aligned, then you will not see results, and that's just all there is to it. So, I think when when we talk about fat loss, muscle growth. Uh, more so fat loss though nutrition is the place that you need to start so i guess in terms of misconceptions there's there's a shitload of them um you know all the way down from completely crash dieting and, and cutting out an absurd amount of calories um one of the biggest things that, that one of the biggest areas people go wrong is restricting themselves from certain food groups or certain drinks and things that they enjoy most purely because they think they need to cut that out in order to see fat loss which just is not the case um, and I'm sure we'll touch on, I guess, a bit more detail about the the, the macros and calorie side of things um, at some point in this chat. But yeah, you know, cutting out certain food groups, restricting calories excessively with nutrition, um, you know, following certain quote unquote diets that uh, that people have zero intention of sticking to in the long term. So, you know, I spoke about this maybe on the podcast recently. Um, it makes no sense to me why someone would start any form of program or diet. Obviously, training programs vary a bit, but nutrition um, especially, it makes no sense to me why someone would start a, a nutritional approach with the intention of stopping it in 8, 10, 12 weeks' time. Um, I often talk about volume dials and what I mean by that is you know, when you're tracking your calorie intake and when you're 
you're at different stages of your your training and your nutrition, we have specific goals. So uh, let's use the example of Christmas. Over Christmas period, you're turning that volume dial right down. And what I mean by that is, you know, you're still doing the fundamentals. You're still making sure you're roughly close to your calorie intake. You're still eating enough protein, aiming for mostly nutrient dense whole foods and whatnot, but you're not going to, it doesn't matter if you have a day where you go out or a couple of days where you blow over. Um, it, it doesn't matter so much exactly what food you're eating. It doesn't matter if you don't exactly hit your protein one day in, in the big scheme of things, consistency over time is the most important thing. And I always say, I'm sure I said it, said it to you at some point in time is that, you know, you're much better off having a good to great month than a perfect week. Because everyone strives for the perfect week with nutrition and training, and you know Monday to Friday they they do everything to an absolute T. They go super disciplined. They cut out all this shit. They train excessively, and they get to Saturday and Sunday, and they fuck it all up by yeah by blowing out on their calories or you know being that com- completely ruined from their training that they don't even want to go to training the following week. So you you want to stay away from extremes, I guess. So that's where a lot of the misconceptions come from, particularly with nutrition and you know other very common things like um thinking that carbs are bad um or fats are bad and certain foods are bad all this type of shit there's it's endless there's so much shit that in the nutrition space that is just the biggest load of shit that so many people read read into unfortunately because it is so saturated the nutrition market and you can pretty much say whatever you want so these big shiny objects and the the real special diets that you cut all this shit out and you be super restrictive i think people think that because it's hard or because it's new or because it's a, it's promoted by a celebrity or whatever that it works. And that's the only way that works, but it's just not the case. Nutrition is simple. It is so easy. It took me a long time to figure that out. But once I, once I learned the, the proper tools that I would use for the rest of my life with nutrition and what I teach all my clients now, it was just like a light bulb moment. It was like, fuck, this is easy. I don't have to stress about food ever again in my whole entire life. There's no guesswork anymore. This is all just, it's straightforward. It, it, there should never be any guesswork when it comes to fat loss or when it comes to muscle growth. It's just the same as running a business. It's knowing your numbers. It's um, it's doing the fundamentals well, and it's not that hard. You don't need to be like, you don't need to be, need to be like a David Goggins to get in shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you just need to do a few things consistently well, and you will see results. And they're not that difficult, and anyone can do them. Like how important is it for people to have, you know, morning routines or daily non-negotiables that help them? Because like motivation, as we know, it only gets you so far, but the habits you build along the way is going to get you there. You know what I mean? So how mm. big of an impact do you reckon the routine stuff plays? Yeah. Well, like you said, motivation comes and goes. Like I, I don't care who you are. There's not one person I know that is motivated every single day of their life. It just doesn't happen that way. But building and, and ingraining certain habits in your day is like I said, becomes non-negotiable. So <clears throat> I guess you need to sit down and figure out personally to you, like what's important and, and, and what needs to be done. Like what's necessarily, what's necessary to be done to, to achieve that goal or to feel that way. So, you know, if you need to have a productive day at work, then what are some things you can implement in your day that's going to allow you to be in the best place mentally and gain a lot of mental clarity to allow that to happen. If it's, you know, you want to get in great shape, you need to be hydrated. So what do you need to do? What habits do you need to ingrain to, to make sure you're always hydrated? Like how often do you need to buy a bigger drink bottle? Do you need to have a certain amount by a certain time of the day? So like for me, you know, 
I guess a quick look at what I do each day. Like, you know, I do a cold shower every single morning. Um, I meditate every single morning. Um, I have a journal that I do, like um, I write down things I'm grateful for and some small goals for the day because most people set goals, but they never revisit them. So if you, anyone can write down in, uh, in on January 1st what they want to achieve for the year, but if you don't look at it again until December 31st, then fuck, it was just a waste of time. So once you've figured out your goals, it's important to reverse engineer what smaller goals you need to achieve to make it happen. And that's where the habits come into play. So, you know, it might be learning every day. So, you know, I try and listen to at least 30 minutes of an audio book every single day. So, and the, the other thing is that you want to habit stack these. So you don't want to just go from doing nothing to trying to do 10 different things every single day. Cause it's like, like we talked about with the dieting side of things, try and do it all at once. It's, it's you're going to, you're setting yourself up for failure pretty much. So starting, you know, week one, what's the first habit I want to, I want to include into my day. It's if it's drinking water, right. I'm going to tick that off for seven days this week. Once I've done that and that becomes something that I don't have to think about as much, I'll add in another habit. And the list doesn't need to be huge. It could just be three, four, five things that you do on a daily basis that, you know, uh, you know, set you up for a successful day. For me, it's like if I've done cold shower meditation and journaling before I leave the house, then I feel like I'm productive when I haven't even done anything. So the likelihood of me then actually doing something and being productive is so much higher than waking up 10 minutes before I need to be at work and just getting out of bed and walking out the door. So, yeah, you know, I've, I've found that that's what works for me. So I make it a priority every single day to do that, even on days where I'm not doing anything. So if I've just got a day off, I'll still do my morning routine because it, it's, it's a routine. It's a non-negotiable. It's a habit now that I don't have to force myself to do. But yeah, I guess the important thing is that don't try and do it all at once. It's just gradually add those in over time until they become a habit. So you don't have to put too much conscious thought and effort into it. And then you can add something else as well. 